You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George, and we're going to continue with our series called The Lamp of the Lord, which is a teaching that is designed to help you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, we've been talking primarily about inward leadings, the inward witness, the inward voice, and the inward perception, but uh, God also leads through other means. And although these are not as frequent as, say, the inward witness, they do happen, and so I want to show you some things that the Scripture has to say about them. God sometimes provides guidance through the Holy Spirit and dreams. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. And by the way, this is the Apostle Peter, and this is not original to him. He's quoting from the prophet Joel in chapter 2, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, and here's what God said in Joel, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now that doesn't mean that old men can't see visions, or young men can't have dreams, or old men can't prophesy. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that God is going to pour His Spirit out on every age group. Now, guidance through dreams uh, happened uh, many times in Scripture, but just in the book of Genesis alone, there are ten different dreams. And the first one came through a king named Abimelech. And um, it was when Abraham and Sarah were there in his uh, kingdom, and uh, he had taken Sarah into his harem, and in order to protect Sarah... Uh, Abimelech was given a dream by God, and uh, he said to Abraham, this is your wife. You didn't tell me that. And, uh, of course, Abraham was walking in fear, but God intervened on his behalf, and it was through a dream that this rescue occurred. So that's the first occasion of a dream in Scripture. And then we see that Jacob had a dream. He dreamed that he saw a staircase. In fact, let's just read it. Let's go back to the book of Genesis chapter 28. And this is an amazing dream because Jacob is fleeing from the presence of his brother Esau. And um, God gave him a dream to show him that he would be taken care of in all of his journeys. Then he dreamed, Genesis 28, 12, And behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And, and really this is a staircase. And there the angels of God were ascending, meaning they were starting in earth and coming back down, ascending and descending on it. Now that's very significant. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, and the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants, and also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and the south, and in you and in your seed... All the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. So God gave Jacob a tremendous confirmation of his plan for him. Now what had happened is... Uh, his father had prophesied to him, laying hands on him, and prophesied an amazing blessing on him through the birthright, uh, the giving of the birthright. 
Well, uh, this dream confirmed all of that. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Isaac had prophesied that God would bless Jacob in an amazing way. Well, here's God directly telling him, I will bless you. And what we see is that as uh, Jacob looks at this staircase and he sees the angels, we get focused on that. But what we fail to remember sometimes, the Lord was standing at the top of that, stair uh, top of that staircase. And the angels coming from the earth were carrying obedience, worship, and reports of those things to God. And God is responding to the faith and the obedience of what's happening on earth. And He's sending back down answers from heaven. And so that's uh, the dream here that God gave to Jacob. Uh, now, God later gave Jacob a dream about leaving his father-in-law Laban and coming back to the land of Canaan. So he had actually two dreams in his life. Joseph had two significant dreams, and I want to read these to you from Genesis chapter 37. And so we see like father, like son, this was critical. God was uh, uh, using them in a similar way. And it says in verse 5 of Genesis 37, Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it his brothers, and they hated him even more. They were jealous of him because their father obviously favored him. So he said to them, Please hear this dream which I've dreamed. Now he foolishly shared this. God permitted it, though, because it's going to work to his purpose. And they, he said, There we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And indeed, your sheaf stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. Boy, you, you would think that, that someone would have enough common sense not to tell this. Uh, but his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream. And he said, I dreamed that the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars would bow down to me. Now, that came across, I'm sure, very egotistically. And i got to tell you, this is something you have to learn about the leading of the Holy Spirit, about how God's Spirit works, and it's like this. Have you ever on a hot, hot day gone outside and you wanted a drink and your mom told you you can't come back in, don't want you tracking in the house, so you went and got a drink out of the garden hose? And you know that the water in your home tastes great. But when it comes through the garden hose, it isn't quite as good. There's a little bit of a garden hose taste. That's what's going on. Just because God gives a revelation, humans can put a little flavoring into that revelation that sometimes gives it a, a funny taste. And that's precisely why in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul says, don't quench the Spirit and don't despise prophesyings. And the reason he is saying that is because sometimes in, in our eagerness to follow God, in the, in the work of the Holy Spirit, we put a little bit of our own flavoring into things that God actually initiates. And that's where we have to judge things. We judge the manifestations, not the people. And so that's what happened here. Joseph was a little bit foolish. But here's the idea. The idea is that through agriculture, he is going to be the leader of his family. And that actually came to pass. Every bit of that came to pass. Now, later, when Joseph went down to Egypt, he interpreted two dreams for some of the men who were in prison with him, a baker who had worked for Pharaoh and a butler who had worked for Pharaoh. And so uh, he interpreted both dreams correctly. He told the, the baker 
uh, you're going to have your head cut off. You're going to be executed. And the butler, he told, you're going to be restored to power. And so uh, anyway, a couple of years passed before Pharaoh had dreams. And when Pharaoh had dreams, the butler remembered what Joseph had done for him. Joseph had been languishing in prison for those two years. But now you can see that the seed that he'd planted in obeying and interpreting his dreams, now the harvest is going to come. And so it's God's perfect timing. So let me read Pharaoh's dreams. Uh, these are dreams 9 and 10 in the book of Genesis. And verse 41 it says, Then it came to pass in the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by the river. Suddenly there came up out of the river seven cows, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. And the ugly and gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows, so Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamed a second time, and suddenly seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, plump and good. Then behold, seven thin heads, blighted by the east wind, sprang up after them. And the seven thin heads devoured the seven plump and full heads, so Pharaoh awoke, and indeed it was a dream." Now, this dream troubled him so much, he went looking for the answer, and there was no one in the court who could give an answer or an interpretation to the dreams. But then Joseph is remembered by the butler whose dream had been interpreted correctly, and they brought Joseph in, and it was through this interpretation of a dream that Joseph was promoted to become uh, the vice regent of Egypt and put over all of its agriculture. Now, it wasn't just because he interpreted dreams, but what he did is he brought a solution. And I want to point something out here. This is not a fairy tale exaltation. Joseph was the man for the job. He had a master's degree in food service. He thoroughly understood Egyptian food consumption. He understood the culture, understood the language. He understood how to administrate food because he had done that in the prisons. He knew exactly how to deal with tough customers. He had been thoroughly educated for the job, so God promoted him justly. It's just like what happened when the children of Israel went out of Egypt and went to their Egyptian neighbors and asked of them for their jewelry and their gold and their silver, and they carried it out. Now here's why. It was their wage for what they had been robbed of or all those years they'd worked without pay in Egypt. And so that was given to them. Now, it was a just thing. It wasn't a Cinderella story. It wasn't something come to them uh, that they did not deserve. It was very fitting. And so we see the same thing here in uh, Joseph being promoted. He was the man for the job. In fact, Pharaoh said this, can we find such a man as this? And so it was through a dream that all of this happened. Now, Here's what I want to say. Dreams can't make things happen that are not in the plan of God. And what you see is these dreams confirmed the plan of God. God had been for years telling Joseph, you are going to be the leader of your family and it's going to come through agriculture. I cannot help but think that when Joseph was put into the home of Potiphar, 
that him working with food came to his mind. And he realized, I'm going to pay attention to this. I'm going to learn everything that I can about it. And it was the only thing that he had any capacity to handle. It's the only thing he was exposed to was the food service. And so that's what he focused on, and he made the best of it. You know, that's why the Scripture says in the book of Ecclesiastes, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. It wasn't Joseph's heart. Joseph's heart was to go back home in Canaan. But his hand found the food service, and he did it with all of his might. Well, that is all the time I have for today. But God can use dreams and the interpretation of dreams to advance his kingdom and to provide guidance. And we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Thank you very much. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.